Good evening, everybody. My name is Dan from Michigan, and I am a grateful, recovering, compulsible reader. I'm abstinent by the grace of God. I'm from Michigan, and I'm, I just, uh, it's, it's really good to be here. Um, if I can make it till tomorrow, September 23rd, uh, I'll be abstinent for eight years uh, of uh, continuous abstinence. And it's one day at a time. Uh, my abstinence is three um, weighed and measured meals a day with nothing in between uh, but life and laughter and love. And uh, it's a miracle. It, uh, don't quit before the miracle happens. Uh, I've been, uh, I feel that I've, I've been a, uh, a compulsive reader since, uh, since I was born. I was born a compulsive reader. Uh, my uh, childhood, I, I grew up in uh, the metro Detroit area. I came from a, just a regular family. Uh, and uh, my dad uh, was with the Lincoln Mercury Division. Uh, and my mom was a wonderful uh, uh, mom and a housewife and mother. And uh, I grew up uh, with three sisters. I had no brothers. Uh, and I always uh, dealt with a lot of uh, loneliness and isolation, um, even from my earliest uh, age. And uh, some of my earliest memories are just... Uh, Stuffing myself with food. Uh, I went to private school when I was uh, young and eventually transitioned to uh, the public schools later. Uh, my early childhood and a lot of my life was uh, completely dominated with fear. That's F-E-A-R, fear. And... Uh, my mom and dad would fight a lot, uh, but but they would love a lot too. Uh, they had their ups and downs. They were they were great people, uh, um, but uh, I just grew up feeling isolated and alone. Uh, perhaps a lot of you felt that way too, and I tried to fill it up with food, and that just didn't work. Uh, when I was quite young, I always seemed to feel things a lot more than other people. Uh, everything. Uh, it didn't matter what it was. Uh, one of the routine things that they used to have when I was uh, growing up is once a year they would have, uh, they would play The Wizard of Oz on TV around the holidays and I'd sit and watch it with my sisters and uh, towards the end of the movie, at the very end, when uh, when she's saying goodbye to everybody, uh, for some reason it affected me more than my sisters. And and uh, I, at the very end, when she'd be saying goodbye to everybody, and she got to the scarecrow, I'd start tearing up. And and uh, a number of times, my sister would just my sisters would make fun of me. And uh, that's kind of an example of how I kind of felt things and. Uh, I was kind of quiet and shy. Uh, 
I I stuffed my feelings with food, like I said, and uh, I, I felt distant from everything, from everyone, everything, every my parents, the whole world, and uh, my parents had their own issues. My sisters had theirs, and uh, one of the things, one of the early things I remember in the early grades, I, I uh, had uh, attention deficit, and I would be so uh the uh the nuns in my school would uh uh put me in the closet sometime uh, for a long period of time uh uh and then they would let me out uh so uh at that time I started feeling very different from other people and, and ashamed and uh I do remember in third grade though uh, we used to have spelling bees a lot in our school uh you know involving you know many many kids and uh i was just so alone but but one one year i i actually won the spelling bee i i beat out something like 150 or 200 kids and it was always a big deal when when everyone else won but when i won that day i remember no one said anything to me uh nothing was said and it was strange it was weird um like I said, I had my mom and dad and my family and everything. My dad uh, was kind of a phantom, like a phantom when I was growing up. I didn't really know him that well. Uh, and I didn't know anybody really well. Uh, and in that environment, you know, I, I just tried to stuff everything down. Uh, and when I got up to a certain age, uh, I started putting weight on. And it was, you know, going into places like Sears or Hudson's, and and uh, I I didn't at certain point I couldn't fit into normal pants. I had to look at what they they called the husky pants for boys. Uh, they were called husky pants, uh, where it was a little bigger, and uh, and and then I started feeling alone again, um, and the constant fear, the constant fear. Uh, as I was getting up uh, around uh, the fifth and sixth grade, uh, I had such tremendous fear. There was this one class where we used to, there was a lot of reading that was done, and we would go around the classroom, and then they'd start at one end and go to the next, and we had huge classrooms. And uh, when it would get to me, I would, when it would get close to me, I would just get up, and I would leave the room, and I would go down to the bathroom, and I wouldn't say anything. And then I'd come back later on, and uh, no one really asked me what that was about. I just wanted to get out of there. I was terrified. I didn't want to get up and read. Fear. Uh, so uh, eventually uh, I got out of there and moved on to high school and uh, and then I discovered other things like alcohol and drugs, and, and then I kind of transferred things, and, and I got away from that and picked up that and uh, still feeling alone and tremendously isolated and, and just afraid of everybody. I I felt like I was, uh, uh, I don't know, I always felt so isolated. I It was crazy. I was just scared and, and afraid and um so eventually, I uh, I graduated, uh, got 
got some collagen and uh, uh, it was in the mid 1970s that I first came into uh, the 12 step rooms. I uh, started having uh, problems with uh, uh, alcohol and uh, I was a, a teenager and uh, I started attending uh, meetings of Alcoholics Anonymous. That was my entry into the, the room, the 12 step rooms. And, uh, you know, it was, it was scary. Uh, I got through a little bit of that and then I, uh, I thought, you know, I got to do, I got to get, do something to get over this fear. And, uh, I decided, uh, I was going to go for a pilot's license. So I uh, signed up to, uh, to fly a plane and I, I started going to our local airport for an hour once a week and uh, the very first time we went down there I talked to the guy for about 15-20 minutes and he says let's go I go okay we went outside went out to the plane he says let's just check things real quick here two three minutes okay get in and uh, I got in the pilot seat and and we taxied to the end of the runway and, and took off and and like I said I was always fearful but I was terrified. <laughs> I, I got. He said, "Okay, now we got to do it." And 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 for a while there, I got over it, you know. And I was I was up, and uh, we didn't waste a lot of time. And uh, I'll, maybe I'll get back to this later. But for me, that's what this program is all about: is is getting into action. Uh, when I come in, uh, so uh, eventually uh, I started uh, getting into more and more trouble, you know, and. Uh, uh, more and more isolation and alone. And uh, the early 80s, I got to a point where I uh, I had quit uh, drinking and everything, but I had picked up food again. And I picked up food with a vengeance. I started eating and eating and eating I, I I eventually tried all kinds of different things. None of them worked. And eventually, one night, uh, I was binging. And the next morning, I realized that, that I'd almost uh, choked to death. And I did something that I'd never done before. I got down on my knees and I said, God, please help me. And uh, as I was kneeling there, I I just got kind of quiet and uh, I just felt kind of calm. And, and then a thought came over me and the thought was, uh, go to an AA meeting. And uh, that that thought somehow just kept getting bigger and bigger. It blocked everything else out. And, the, and that thought was, go to a meeting. And I... I got up, I got my clothes on, and within a short time, I was down at the Alano Club. I opened the front door, went down the stairs, and there was everything was set up there, but there was no one there. I, I thought there was a meeting, but there was a, a door that was open on the other side of the room. Uh, I'd never seen that door open, uh, and uh, there was a light on, and I walked to it. And I uh, got in it and got into the room. And as I was walking in, there were some tables off to the right side. There was a window there. There was a lady sitting there. 
and uh, uh, I didn't. I was. I just kept looking straight ahead and, and walking, and I got about maybe eight or ten feet away from her, and I heard her say, "Oi!" And I, and I thought to myself, I thought she said, "Go away." I wonder why she's telling me to go away. So I turned around and I said, what'd you say? And she smiled at me She and she said, away. Away? I said, what's away? And she said, uh, this is, this is a, a, we're, we're going to have a meeting in here. This is a program for people that are having a problem with food. Really? Hmm. How'd that happen? I didn't say that. I said, you know, can I, can I stay for the meeting? I said, sure, come on, sit down. Sat down. Within uh, a little while, uh, the room started filling up with smiling, happy people in normal, thin-sized uh, bodies. So these people, <laughs> they, uh, these were my new friends. Uh, uh, and we had a meeting and uh, these uh, I listened to them and I just wow wow and uh, so from then I just started uh, getting to you know the, all the meetings you know that I could I try to you know so so many years ago uh, and uh I eventually uh, got a, a, a sponsor. Uh, it was a woman, and uh, she gave me a food plan, and uh, she said, call me up uh, tomorrow morning, you know, at this time. At certain times, she gave me a time. And uh, so the next morning, I, instead of calling her at the time uh, that she told me, um, I decided that... I could call probably 20 minutes late or half an hour late, whatever it was. And that's what I did. And when I called there, the phone was picked up and slammed down every time. I learned an important lesson. I learned that, uh, I started to learn that I got to be responsible and do what I'm going to say. And, and uh, uh, I don't know, I just, I just learned the value of other people's time, other people's time and after a while, mine too, and that, that time is valuable and not to waste people's time. Uh, I don't remember too much after that other than I just kept going to meetings and pretty much not asking for help. And nothing happened until I asked for help, until I eventually went to this one meeting Thank and heard this guy. Oh, thank you. Until I heard this guy qualify, and uh, after he qualified, um, I walked up to him and I and I just said, uh, "Said I need help. Can you help me?" And um, that took a lot for me to do. And he looked and smiled and he said, "Sure, I can help you." And that was the beginning. Nothing happened until I. Um, was nothing how it happened until I uh, asked for help. Uh, I uh, he gave me a, 
he helped me with a, a plan of eating, with a food plan. I didn't know what to eat. I, I said, I don't know what to eat. Can you tell me what to eat? And uh, he said, don't worry about that. I'll, I'll help you with that. And uh, called him the next morning. And, and that was the beginning right there. Uh, there's been lots of ups and downs and uh, back and forth. But, but over the years, I've, I've never left. I've always stayed. Um, they never said it was going to be easy. Uh, re- recovery for me is a commitment. It's an everyday thing. Uh, it's action. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's just doing the next right thing. It's if I don't know what to do, saying, I don't know, can you help me? Uh, helping others. Uh, when I get up in the morning, I, the first thing I do is I, I thank God and, and uh, I let him know that I, I need his help, that I want his help, and that I that I accept his help, and uh, and I plan uh, and uh, protect my abstinence. Uh, the last uh, number of years have been rough. Uh, several years ago, my my wife had a, a, a terrible stroke, uh, and. Uh, and she lost the uh, use use of her speaking and moving, and uh, I was terrified. It happened uh, in the evening, and no one would tell me anything. It happened during something called a lockdown. I live in a very remote area. I live on an island, and I was a hundred something miles from home, and. And I, and you couldn't talk to anybody, and it was scary. But the next morning, I got up, and and the first thing I did when I got up was, I called my sponsor, and I committed my food, and I let him know what was going on. Actually, I let him know, he was the first person I called the night before. And it was crazy. Uh, for me, uh, the main the main thing for me is is prayer, uh, constant prayer. Uh, prayer is what helped me get in the doors, and prayer is what still helps me today. I know that at any time, any day, anywhere, if things get a little rough that I can just say, hey, God, I need a little help here. Um, or I might say, uh, God, this is hear, hear my prayer. Or, uh, um, and God just continues to help me. And it's a miracle. Uh, my highest weight was... was <laughs> It was pretty high. It was well over 300 pounds uh, today. My weight is uh, around 165, 170. Uh, I think I'm maintaining about a 150 or 
pound or more weight loss I have for about the past seven years, anyhow. Uh, I can't take credit for it. Um, to avoid any ego-feeding propositions, uh, any success that I'm having is is due to a higher power working in my life and not really that much that I'm doing. I, it's constant surrender. Um, I have uh, I've gone through a lot of changes. Uh, uh, and life is good. Life is good. Life is beautiful. And it's wonderful. I've had some crazy, terrible, ugly things that have happened. But through it all, I've never left the program. And I feel I feel stronger today because of uh, this program and the 12 steps than I ever have in my life. And there's a part in that movie, Home Alone, that came out many years ago. Many of you may remember where at the it was near the middle or end of the movie where the, where the kid is standing out in front of his house and he just yells out loud, I'm not scared anymore. And that's me today. I'm not scared anymore. Fear has completely left me. Uh, I have complete freedom from anxiety and fear and worry as long as I stay close to my higher power, to the program, continue to stay active, continue to reach out, uh, continue to love others. others. Oh, thank you. And I'll pass with that. And uh, thank you. Um, 